Okay, welcome to episode 149 of the Never Iron Anything Comic 3 podcast. This week we are tackling a uh, piece of manga. Um, the show's designed to take a look under the typewriter and underneath the drawing board who are of different comics and different creators and, and pick them apart. This week I'm joined by long-term, my long-term comics buddy and collaborator, Mr. Tom Curry. How you doing, baby? Hello. Right. Hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> it Lovely to speak to you. And you make bring... your first solo adventure with me. Yes, I know. I got, there's no more training wheels anymore. This is, you know, <laughs> I got my Tony the Tiger bronze swimming certificate. I'm ready for the big water. Yeah, the the Don the Don put you your training wheel on, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he helped. He helped. Made me feel comfortable. <laughs> we had like a whole like Rocky Mick training montage where you know it's all going up, going upstairs, reading up, reading Battle and Eagle to be ready for it. But no, I'm ready for this one. <laughs> Yeah. I think he he's just come back from Lawless, isn't he? I th- from what really? I hear from Eamon, they had a good time. Oh, nice! Yeah, it was Eamon's really this big, weekend, I, wasn't it? I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Lawless went well. I'm pleased yeah. that the, uh, the the Lawless 2024 uh, recommendations will start soon. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> good point. Yeah, so, just calling Dan. The uh, <laughs> um, and uh, it's been a busy weekend because it was MCM as well this weekend. Yeah, just, just passed. Yeah, cool. As we talk, it's sort of late on the. The final day of the long weekend, the Monday bank holiday, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, what a yeah. weekend! It's been lovely. It's been really nice, actually. It's been good to sort of like spend some time going through this like lovely, this great book, and also some extended work around it as well. And just you know, yeah, but it's been nice. Thank you, global warming. Um, it's, it's <laughs> I've been got, good. I've got a tower of books. I just showed you, didn't I? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Next to me. Ah, um, and to be honest, you, seeing uh, seeing you take on this. Um, take on this genre as a whole, this whole form of comic as a whole. It's been lovely to see, frankly. It's yeah, it's really been about a year and a half of me being yeah. a regular reader of manga. And um, we're going to get onto your reading habits around manga in a minute because sure. you're, you're better read than me around it. But I've I've very much enjoyed reading the older stuff, I think. Um, and I think that's, I think that's a, yeah, I think that's a perfectly valid way to do it. I think the um, seeing whatever the, whatever the entry drug is and whatever keeps mm. you there, frankly, you know, it's, yeah. there's something for, I, I think it, it it's easy to dismiss it. Yeah, and I think so that's she, what I'd previously done. I think I dismissed it as sort of, you know, flighty, you know, extreme sure. emotion kind of thing. But there's a lot of depth to a lot of these books, especially, hey, look at this mm-hmm. for a segue. That's Vince great, be, yeah. Vince be proud of me. Especially the one we're about to talk about. Um, yes. Now, we had a little journey of this one, didn't we? So you came mm-hmm. to, you recommended a book to me, um, which was called Apollo's Song. Yes, um, yes. And I fucking loved it. And we intended to do a book by this creator, but on a shopping trip to Gosh, you found this this one we're going to talk about. Yes. You? Yeah. And well, the reason I got Apollo Song was because you'd recommended this book. Right. And ah, I, of course, yeah. And it was around about Christmas. It's about Christmas time, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to a local comic book shop and see what they had, and they only had Apollo Song in in place. Yeah. That's yeah. when I picked up Apollo Song, and then. And I feel like Apollo Song is a is almost a uh, companion piece to reading the one we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and from the same period. We're, same we're, period. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Did you want to just we're announce not. to the listener what yes. we're going to be talking about, Giza? So great. Yeah. Um, so today we are talking about the Book of Human Insects by Sami Tenzak. Um, a oh, book, sorry. a book that is a book that is a title, the, the Book of Human Insects, but also contains a book called the Book of Human Insects. Yes. Um, it, from 1970 to 1971, this book. It's you know, it's an old book, but I don't know if you agree with this. I found it surprisingly modern well, in certain areas. Do you know what? In my notes, I was going to bring up the 1970 aspect of it. Yeah, quite a few times actually. I think that's something. There's something to keep in mind as we talk about this. This is 50. This is over 50 years old. Wow, this yeah, book. It's incredible. When you think about it, right? Like, and you think about other things that came out in 1970. Let's Up and Free came out in 1960. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Let It Be by the Beatles, Band of Gypsies by Jimi Hendrix. Um, right. It was a time of change, man, wasn't it? You know, from it was, 67 it was. through to sort of 73, before the world lost, lost its nut to disco. It was a time of experimentation. It, and I'd also, yeah. I mean, there's there's an, um, I'm changing topics a little bit here, but Ringworld, which uh, okay. by, um, I think the name of the author, unfortunately. Larry Niven. Uh, Larry Niven. Yeah. Came out on the same year. That's a great book, man, as well. I love it. It's, it's a my, great book. It's one of my go-to. Oh, I don't really read science fiction. What should I read? That's one of the, the, my go-tos, that one. I've got to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 an old book. And as we talk about it, it just seems to keep in mind that it's 50 years old and it was written in a completely different time. Yeah. There's a lot of um, 
surprising aspects of this book for me. But let's let's yeah. start. I'll give a quick. So it's a book about the life and career of a young ingenue who steals the lives and skills of others um, and has some strange and dark secrets. And out of that comes a web of deceit, a web of intrigue and a web of romance in a way that mm-hmm. runs for 364 pages. It's actually one of his shorter books, let's face it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it originally was published, described as post-teen, um, which I found an interesting term, post-teen. So we're only suitable mm. for 20 years and up, which I find a... Yeah. Um, originally published in Ningen Konjuki, which is um, in okay play comic between 1970 and 1971. It was published in a Western format um, by... Um, could, Kodansha um, in 2012, which is a, is a while ago, which may explain why you had trouble finding it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kodansha are a massive Japanese publisher who have, interestingly enough, I was speaking to a buddy of mine who works at MCM, and he was saying, because we've just had MCM, he was saying that um, they are now doing MCMs, Kodansha, which oh, nice. is interesting. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So here's a question for you, and mm. I, don't, I don't know how deep you want to go into the story on this. Yeah. But in in the story, how long do you think we were with this these characters for? What? How much time passes within the comic? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a tough one, isn't it? Because I I, I don't it's... think it's more than like two or three years. Yeah, I, I was you... going to say a year, but I can see that I can see yeah. why you're saying that. Yeah, like it's 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 a short period of time, and it's a really it's an int- it's just something I just keep in mind when I was reading it in terms of like it's a snapshot to this person's life. Yeah, yeah, it is, and you'd. And you don't get much beforehand. You don't get much afterwards. That makes sense. Like you don't get you. You're sort of chucked in very quickly. Of like, here's the situation, and it grows from there. Yeah. Now we're going to go a little bit deeper into the story, but first off, I've got this sure. usual being oh, yeah. um, uh, new, uh, new on the pod in in a way. The I've, I want to just talk through some of your origin stories with manga. So, sure. You read a lot more manga than me, man. You you were always recommending manga to me. What mm-hmm. was what was your sort of entry drug into that area so, of comics? Uh, for me, it started um, as a kid uh, of a certain age. Pokemon was very big when right. I... Uh, okay. Yeah. Pokemon was very big when I was in the prime sort of 10, 11, 12 age. Yeah. And um, and that's kind of the age where, maybe for yourself, like for um, other people, they're sort of re- starting to read like the Beano and the Dandy and stuff. And this is where like desperate for anything else about Pokemon, I found the Pokemon manga. Okay, and, and that was, was quite a popular cartoon at the time, it, wasn't there? I think it was well, a yeah. Ma- yeah. massive cartoon, and like yeah. reading, and I didn't, I, and I didn't appreciate it at the time that was a different form of comics. Yeah. So then I would, you know, be reading. I'm desperate for anything Pokemon related, Pokemon manga, and that led on to other stories as well. And I never went down the full sort of like Dragon Ball Z. I mean, uh, I'd seen like some kind of stuff. Piece, yeah. No, no, no. But then when I got my current partner, um, M. She sort of got me back into it almost to an extent, and we started watching more um, anime. But then, obviously, there's a manga link to that. So I remember. So it was about sort of 10, 12 years ago. I went through and read Death Note. Okay, yeah. Which is because we, we'd watched it, and I was like, "Oh, there's obviously more here than what they've shown on the screen." So let's read it instead, okay. and then move on to other things from there. Um, and then that really sort of stepped up from there personally with the Shonen Jump up. Yeah, which, which I got because you recommended it to me. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a very particular type of storytelling, and there are uh, degrees within that. And I've, I can see how it could be some people's cup of tea and other people's not other people's. But it's a, it for the cost of the thing, right? You'll find something in there you enjoy, and for me, that really that really kicks off in me. That really kicks off in me. Yeah, two ninety nine um, a month, man. It's, I it's, don't know why, but everyone hasn't got it. It's like cheaper than a coffee these days. You know, you got exactly. Do it. Yeah, and you sort of, yeah. So I think, and then that kind of. Kicks me on a certain cycle of reading, and then also, and you play part of this. Like when, like I say, over a year and a bit ago, when you started exploring different sorts of manga, yeah, because it's very easy with your reading to get into a rut, yeah, where you're, you know, you you have your six or seven books, they come out on a weekly basis or a monthly basis, and you sort, you know, you read through those and you enjoy the story, and then maybe you get a feeling for a kaiju comic or something, and you find that you yeah. find something that fits that for a time, and you read kaiju number nine, but then it was yeah. your exploration of like deeper stuff. Um, God, what was the name of the book you remember? Uh, was it Shigeru Mizuki's? Or one, or yes. One, or yeah, that, that's the one that clicked for me, man. That's the one yeah. where I suddenly went, oh, okay. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Which is, to, in many ways, is you know, I think it's, it's kind of like manga's mouse, in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really shows the horrific, from a different angle and everything, of course. But, yeah, it really shows that and is, is masterfully done by a guy. Absolutely. Shigeru Mizuki is a, is a guy akin to 
Tezuka in that he can do a range of styles and a, a range of subject matter, I think. Agreed, you know? yeah. Um, I, he's I not pigeonholed, neither a pigeonhole, which no. I love. I think that's great. What, what, is, it's, what about Tezuka, man? When, where did you first so, discover his work? Tezuka is an interesting one because I was aware of Tezuka for, for a while, but naively only thought about it from an Astro Boy point of view. So, yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm, I was too old and too cool to read Astro Boy. Right. So I didn't look any further. So in the same way that I would, I just ignored him as, a, as an artist. Till embarrassingly, relatively recently, frankly, and then discovered uh, other other bits of his work, again, through a combination of himself and also just like trying to broaden my reading horizons a bit and discovering there's a whole wealth of stuff he's produced. So yeah. this uh, Apollo song, Buddha, uh, yeah. I, started reading, I started reading Phoenix recently, which is a okay. Yeah, Black, Black Jack's another great one. Black the, Jack's another good one. Go on. Let's let's just dive a little bit into his history. We're not going to go super into Tezuka because, mm-hmm. as it will be revealed in a second, we ain't got a month to talk. But the <laughs> no. um, Osamu Tezuka, born the third of November nine twenty eight, died the 9th of February eighty nine at only sixty. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in born in Osaka province, um, the museum for him is in Tararazuka. Um, he died of stomach cancer, um, unfortunately. Um, you can go to tezukaosamu.net forward slash en, which is a great site for stuff of his. Now, this depends on who I've read a number of accounts of this. We've, we've, we've both been like actively reading about mm-hmm. this guy. And it depends on what you read. So I've gone for a sort of median, um, but a, an estimate of what he did is he created and wrote more than 700 manga series and drew and writ and wrote 170,000 pages of comics. Um, it's wild. Fuck me. Yeah. It's absolutely wild, isn't it, when you think about it? And he penned and over 200,000 pages of anime storyboards and scripts. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. It's, it is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Um, and I think there's there's obviously, I don't want to say a caveat, right? Um, hmm. a, a lot of manga is produced in collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah. With studios and that kind of jazz, but still to have that the finger on the ball that much and to produce that many work that much work, yeah, and, 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 and an absolute ideas machine. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a there's an interesting thing because I don't well no I don't know if I want to we want to go into this now, but he his work covers a wide range of stuff, right? Yeah, it's not just horror. Um, no, and it's take, not just kid uh, stuff. I think which is it's what, not just kid stuff. Yeah, if you if look you a lot take, of the stuff, yeah. Um, I was thinking, uh, yeah, go on. Sorry, I was going to say his influences grown up were Walt Disney and Max Fleischer cartoons, and you can tell that in a lot of his other oh, work. Yeah, hundred um, percent. His mother was, he was, he had a nice upbringing. His mother would take him to the local theatre, which ran performances that were, um, the theatre was run by women who would play all the roles. Um, and he says that the costume designs heavily influenced his later comic characters. His parents were, he describes them as strict but supportive. And young Tezuka began drawing manga at an elementary school. School, but after being very ill as a teenager, he pursued a career as a doctor. But whilst at medical, this is what a fucking genius he was. Whilst at medical school, he was also still drawing manga. Um, mm-hmm. Whilst there, he sold a four-panel um, series called Diary of Mister Ch- of Ma Chan, um, and that was made whilst he was studying to be a doctor, which he became a doctor. You know, he passed his exams and everything. And then mm-hmm. he sold, um, which was probably the big, the big one, which was Shintakara Jima, which is um, a reimagining of Treasure Island, and that um, is the one that sort of pushed him into being a manga car. Um, due to post-war paper shortages at the time, they had a system. And I think we talked about this previously with um, Shigeru Mizuki. Is that um, Library that comics were made to go into a library almost, you know. So there was okay. only a couple made, and they were like lending libraries for kids who would go in because of the sort of post-war um, paper shortage. They would go in and get these comics, and they would sort of lend them out. Um, mm-hmm. He's um, probably best known for Astro Boy. I'm going to say a hundred yeah. million copies of Astro Boy has been sold. It's it's wild. <laughs> absolutely wild. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say, frankly, right? Like, he, yeah. it's it's absolutely wild. The, the, and also the effect that character's had, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's it's a, it's a, almost a universal character. And yeah. even if you've never read any Astro Boy, you know who Astro Boy is. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those where you could, everyone could do a passing drawing of Astro Boy 
and you can make it look like Astro Boy. Yeah. Uh, but then not just to add on to that. Sorry, just to add on to that. Oh, mate, you go to, if you go to his uh, website, there's a nice character page where it's got like 50 of his, 50 top, his top 50 characters. Right. And it's amazing. Like, again, these are all yeah. seminal works that, like, people adore and love and collect and will say their favorite, that's their favorite work. you got, I mean, Blackjack is, you know, ran yeah. for 10 years, um, which is being reprinted at the moment. Uh, Kimber the Lion. Which mm-hmm. I've got to tell you, there's this conspiracy theory out there, isn't there? It's, there's a lot of compared panels to the Lion King around Kimberly. Sure, Lion. yeah, um, I can understand that. Princess Knight, like you said, Astro Boy. Um, he's done a book on bloody Hitler. The Buddha books yes. were the ones that won him the big Harvey and Eisner awards. Um, and they the, were massive winners. I've got to say that um, maybe a discussion for another time. You can see the Disney influence quite heavily in the Buddha books. Yeah. Very yeah. heavily in the Buddha books. Yeah, you um, can, and they're they're they're. Uh, I get what you're saying around you know they they do studios, and his work isn't as well rendered as a lot of no. perhaps what modern comic readers are used to, even modern manga readers are used to. But the difference I always see with his comics, and I often explain this if I'm recommending the book to people who haven't read Tezuka before, is mm-hmm. modern manga readers are used to maybe one or two panels on a page quite often, but his pages, even though they are smaller and in a manga format contain yeah. as many panels as an american comic book page although albeit less rendered you know, you so know it's, ex- it's quite yeah, an interesting a, lengthier read you know that's a really 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 good point actually they're not it's not a quick read is it no it's not it's not a quick read and it's not you like you, you get used to a certain speed of read you know if you read a, if you read one punch man you can get through one punch man quite happily in the evening yeah you know? finish your tea have a have a, you know got a beer on the side you can read through one punch man quite easily this is a couple of nights. You yeah. need a bookmark for this one. Frankly. Yeah, you do, man. Yeah, you most you most certainly do, don't you? Yeah, and, and I think all of his books are like that. And you are right, though. You're definitely right about the whole... Um, that you do, Again, you get used to sort of like two or three panels and then like having the way he does the pages and the layout, the space he gives the story to tell it. Yeah, it's really... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very... It's a good intermediary, put it that way. Yeah, this is no uncomplicated story either. This is... This really goes to places. So I, I just to give a, a quick summary. I know we mentioned it, but mm-hmm. so it's about a female, um, a young. I think she's twenty. I think is she nineteen or twenty at the start? Yes, I think she's yeah, late teens, early twenties. Yeah. Sure, uh, yeah, Toshika Tomura, and she is as the book opens is being honoured as Japan's new great, you know, new hot writer for her novel, The Book of Human Insects. Um, but it she seems to be brilliant and skilled beyond her years and you you later and she's being pursued by a journalist at the start of it called Aokusa um, he pursues her to discover the truth um, and he quickly comes to a sticky end but other people become involved in the investigation of Tamura um, and you later realise that um, she has this sort of mimicking ability where she's um, almost like a succubus you know she attaches herself to someone and takes everything from them with that, you know, shamelessly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, I, the start, there's this suspicion that she's basically stolen the book from a, a, another woman who's killed herself and is found hanging. And that's that's in the first maybe 30 pages of the book, I'm guessing, something like that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this idea of she, she constantly has to change herself. Yeah, yeah, nothing's original. Ha- yeah, nothing's original. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, co- it's always a copy of what she's... Yeah, it's a really interesting idea. Yeah, because that in itself is just a solid, and it's just where he takes the idea further and how he explores it and yeah, around that. It's really interesting. So she gets close to the subject of her research, and this can be anything. At one point, it's um, uh, design. At one point, it's novels. You know, it can be anything. Um, And she infiltrates every area of their life. Someone sometimes, often, becoming their lover, and then Mm -hmm. takes the artistic life force from them in a way. Um, And she's mostly without any kind of sort of moral centre. Um, no, no. And is prepared to do anything to further her life and her career. Um, with this strange s- psychosexual element to her secret backstory. Yeah. Which is a real... Well, I don't mind revealing it because it, it's revealed fairly early in the book where she has a wax figure of her mother who she she nakedly cavorts about with in, mm-hmm. in a sort of hidden house in the town she grew up in. See, those scenes were... Were kind of some of my favorite scenes not for the obvious reasons but yeah. because yeah just because it, it this you see almost a more human side to this character 
Yeah. Like there's a there's a cracking in the facade. Yeah, it gives Tezuka gives her a vulnerability at that point. Almost like not a vulnerability, yeah. maybe like a, a chink in her armour that she can be yeah, attacked yeah. through. Um and that is it's explored. It's really interesting. Yeah. There's there's so many different thoughts as I was going. I don't know how, how did you feel when you were reading uh, this as a reading this in twenty twenty three? A lot, a lot of things go through my mind as I read this, and and that's I think ev- is is evident of how clever it is, um, and how well paced and everything, and how complicated and thriller esque it is in a way. Mm-hmm. A lot of things go through my mind, and, and I actually think that Tezuka becomes slightly distracted at moments in the creation mm-hmm. of it because if you look at the um, the the genre dots we get in this, we get. Um, we get the thriller. We get um, gay and straight erotica in it. Mm-hmm. We get yeah. at one point we get a, we get a yakuza thriller. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you get characters from the the yakuza who turn up. We get at one point for probably about twenty pages. We get a strange Golgo thirteen type moment with the the you know the sniper and the explosive yeah. toy car and stuff. Yeah. We get soap opera. We yes. get um, a commentary on the politics of abortions, for example. Sure. Um, we yes. get commentary on the politics and the the situation in Japan of business, yes. um, and we get throughout it. And this is where I really wondered. I don't know what you thought, man. Is we get a commentary on women, and maybe Tezuka's view of women. It's a strange Ooh. one, isn't it? Are yeah, they? It's a re- yeah. Are they? Man- is it? Is this? Because Tezuka was happily married for many years, you know. And he's, yeah. yeah. But it is was there something he saw or he experienced or he watched where um, a woman was just so manipulative? He decided to turn it into a story. Did he come across someone, a manager, maybe, or or you know, could be anything. So I, I, I that's a really interesting line of line of thoughts. Yeah. And I can't escape the fact I read Apollo Song first. Yeah, yeah. Song Apollo, sorry, song song for Apollo first. Yeah, because that feels like the male counterpart. The, yes, the it does. Anger. That's a good point, man. It yeah. feels, it feels yeah. like the male counterpart to this story. Yeah. So, my uh, so I'm happy happy to be this seems naive or to but my thought on it was maybe it is a manipulative, but also it's just how. Tezuka saw the only way women could improve in the workplace, like the whole glass ceiling thing. Yeah. The glass ceiling, glass. So, in other words, having to replicate because that's the done. That was the accepted thing. I, I'm, but it's, it's a really interesting. It's a strange really one because we just, we just, we just, you know, in in the West, I don't know how it works in Japan. Experienced the sexual revolution. I know perhaps it was different yeah, in Japan. Yeah. You know, people's moral mores and you know traditions in that country are going to be different from the ones that we I experienced in of London. Course. But the you know the the pill had come in. There'd been a, a freedom. They would, we'd had the time of you know an era of you know, renowned promiscuity, um, and women were I'm going to guess post war as well. More yes, active course, in the workplace. Of course, of course. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Is this is this how what it's, someone yeah. might see as a, an infiltration of a man's world by women? Be that's seen. A really, that's yeah. a really interesting thought. A really interesting thought. I don't. Yeah. Because she's a like. Excuse my French, but she's a right bitch, man. She is absolutely. God, yeah. she's awful yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the time. She's this, terrible. She? Yeah, yeah. And and she does horrific things. Yeah. And but in. And I, I'm I'm sorry to keep going back to a book we're not talking about today, but in Song for Apollo, he does horrific things as well. Yeah. And I didn't come away from I didn't come away from this thinking, yeah, that's a really interesting thought. I hadn't hadn't considered that side of it, but it's a really interesting one to consider, frankly. Yeah. I found some um, I found some commentary on Book of Insects and you can there's there's a few things written on it in English language you can find. Mm-hmm. Um and there's suggestions that this reflects the world of Japan at the time and J- mm-hmm. Japan's this is me paraphrasing it, but Japan's rush into a corporate and economic world contrasted against the a global antagonism that it felt, and also you had Vietnam going on at the same time. Um, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And cl- the, the the fact that China China had closed its borders, um, and, mm-hmm. and Japan was a little bit out there on its own. Um, and there's a quote from Tezuka that says, "I was thinking about the yin and yang of this absurd era, and wanted to draw a single woman leaving." living a Machiavellian life. 
So Machiavelli is a, is an inspiration, I'm guessing. You know, there's a mixture of Machiavellian and, to her, in mm. her mind, I'm guessing utilitarian kind of... Yes, of course. Um, ...life aspect. You know, she she doesn't allow the emotion to enter her life when she just look, she looks purely and, you know, pragmatically to further her, her own self. Which um, is, again, so kind of why those moments where she is less herself be vulnerable in the house with the waxwork of her mother. Yeah. So there's so there's such a nice change of pace compared to the rest of the story, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is interesting. It is a breather. It's a breather. That isn't it. It is. It is absolutely. And it's mm. also her not being quite so single-minded on it. But that's yeah. It's yeah. Really interesting. I think it's. Really I think it's the. Let's call him. You know, air quotes. The love interest, Ryotaro Mizuni. He says sure. there's not a single thing that's truly your own. You just mimic and steal from others and definitely make it yours. Um, and she has these men who she just some of them she just out outright uses you know there's the assassin mm -hmm. there's the bloke who beats mm -hmm. people up for her you've got um but mizuni mizuno is um a recurring character who she sort of she fucked over earlier earlier in her life and he comes back into it so i wonder that whether there's an element of tezuka softening on her through mm. this and love, you know, there's an element of love or conquer all. You, or it rears its head, doesn't it? It doesn't. It's not yes. successful, but yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yes, I mean, there's. I don't know. How, yeah, I don't know how deep you want to go into the story on it, but there is that yeah. element of the. I don't want to say the twin, but the you know the the person, the, the almost the other side of her as well that's represented by the other woman. Doesn't. Yeah, and she is oh. mirrored by a number of men throughout. She it. is, yeah. yeah. So you get the mirroring of the man who forces her. He's the steel magnet guy, isn't he? Um, yes, Kiriru Kameshi, um, and he basically just fucking forces her into wifehood, you know, and then yeah, and insists he gets her pregnant and then follows her around. And this is when we get this, the commentary on abortion at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but he's he's almost like. She's come up against someone who plays her game, not better, but much more brutally. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Yeah, he does have that kind of. He, he absolutely uh, dominates. I don't want to say dominates the story, but he definitely dominates the situation. Every yeah. every panel he's in, he's the bigger figure, which yeah. is unusual because obviously leading up to that point, she's always been the uh, the most dangerous person in the room. Yeah, that's true, man. Whereas, actually. whereas, yeah. and she when when he comes along. He adds a. He just changes the dynamic, and I think your your point about the wandering genre thing is, yeah. it's you're you're you are right. It really does want as I'm now sort of like thinking about it, hmm. kind of the value of these kind of conversations, right? Because you yeah. don't when you're when you're reading it yourself and you sort of think about it, you think, right. and then having someone else bounce these ideas off of. I think the thing is, with this book, so many ideas come into my head that if I didn't yeah. fucking write them down, I'd never remember them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, absolutely. But you're right. He is. He, yeah. The Still Magnet is an interesting addition to the book as a whole. Because he's it's really physically, he's he's not a match for it. He's, he's a sort of older man wearing glasses. Yes. You know, uh, he, mm -hmm. he, he looks like just, you know, a corporate businessman, you know. Um, but they use him so much through this. He That's the bit that seems the most combative to me area of this book which is weird when you think that she gets chased and shot at and all sorts of things going on yeah at various parts of it but that's the bit you think oh this is awful and you begin it, to, and, and tezuka turns the tables you begin to feel for her i think you do you really do yeah. and i think it's there's an element of control every everything yeah. leading up to that point she's been in control of the situation yeah be that the people she picks to mimic the how she does it be that be sexually or through more of a transactional method or yeah. through just mimicking but when he's introduced, she loses that control. She loses that agency, which obviously changes the tone of the book considerably yeah. compared to what we had been previously. And then if you look at it, the only way she succeeds a way out of it in order to get the abortion is by seducing a woman, mm -hmm. which I'm yeah. guessing at the time in, in Japan was quite something for the man who it, did Astro Boy and Kimber the Lion. You know. Yeah, I can tell you for free, it's, not, it's, it's still something now, frankly. Right, okay. It yeah. is, uh, yeah, it's still... It's a lot more open, but it's nowhere near the situation. Like, like here. Nowhere, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, this, this brings us to the one of the big points, and um, something I mentioned in our notes is um, domestic violence. It occurs mm -hmm. three or four times throughout the book. Um, mm -hmm. She is beaten, and it's it's a strange one because it's done... It's, it's different times. It's a different 
part of the world. But to me, it almost seems like it's done for reasons other than to show her the, as the victim. There's almost at moments a triumphant, you know, you almost are meant to think, well, the, the man's given her a slap. Yes. You know, yeah. it's almost that old school, awful kind of domestic violence thing, oh, you know? Absolutely. I, here's, here's, a, here's a question. Hmm. Did you ever feel that the um, domestic violence shown in the book was there for shock purposes? Or was it there to further the story? Yeah, I th- I felt shock when I read it. I think you felt shock when you read it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. But I can mm-hmm. see that it's Tezuka maybe sees it as part of a relationship. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, it's. I mean, we're meant to think she deserves it. I think her point. Yeah, yeah, it's that. Yeah, now that that's a, it's a tricky one. Mm. It's a very tricky one because obviously, it, yeah, it all depends on that bringing in experiences and stuff and. Yeah, it it definitely shocked me when it happened. Yeah, from like a sensibilities point of view. I think when um, the the young love interest does it, I get I got less of a sense of the brutality of it. Sure, you know, he does it purely. Yeah. I mean, is he, not that I'm advocating in any way. And if you no. hit a woman, you should go to prison. But when Mizuno does it, he's he's it, it's born of frustration that his life's ruined and she's she's yes been yeah, so you're duplicitous. Right. You're right. But and when does the the Nippon Steel guy does it? You think yeah. that's fucking just full on bullying, you know? But of course, our feeling about the character has changed, has changed by the time yeah. the Steel yeah, guy true. does it, right? We've already yeah. like we're back on her, we're on her side because it's just a horrible situation she's in generally. Yeah, and it is it. He does he flips our feelings on this character several times in the book, back and forth, or at least he flipped my feelings on it several times back and forth, and just how. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting. They're inter. They're 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 definitely punctuation points in the book where you go like, oh, okay, this is a yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot. The it's obviously showing the cruelty that happens between closed doors between men and women as Mm -hmm. well, and not just through violence, but that's that's a big show and tell I think as well. Mm -hmm. You know, we never know what goes on behind someone's closed door, do we? No, of course not. There's always someone you've known at work or something, and you think, oh, she's all right, Mm -hmm. you know. But you can never tell. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's go through some of the the, the moments. Um, sure. Absolutely. Uh, I've I've mentioned a couple. So for those who um, the domestic violence, there's there's a number of pages, and I think we've I think we've discussed that. Um, I I do genuinely feel like Tezuka occasionally needs to cheer himself up <laughs> whilst drawing this. And um, sure, sure. Yeah. And one of them is page fifty three, which is the discussion between a man and a woman. And Tezuka inserts a fox hunting. A, is it? Was it a a fox hunting something? Isn't it? Is it? A, yeah, it's, it's almost. It reminds me of a bit of like Wiley Coyote. Yes, yeah, which hides back to the old Fleischer cartoons yeah. in a way. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And is, I think it's meant to be a cat, isn't it? A fox chasing a cat, and he yeah, just that, it's yeah. it's it's added at the bottom of a a sexually frustrated. She's she's just sort of shown him his her bum, you know, subtly. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. sweating, and to to perfectly idealized not idealized but sig, sig, you know um sh- show what's going on he shows the fox hunting the cat but we we know it's the other way around absolutely yeah, yeah. no def- and like that I, i'm pleased you picked this image actually because it is um it's just a it, it, it says so much with like yeah. everyone thinks they're winning in that situation everyone thinks they're in charge in that situation yeah yeah like everyone, everyone believes they're the person who holds the power, and it's not—it's nowhere near as black and white as it seems. Yeah, it seems to anyone, frankly. Yeah, the one of the other things I like that Tezuka does is is rain. I've got—I'm a—I'm a big lover of rain in comics, mm-hmm. and um, not page ninety-three, page ninety-five, and page one hundred and eighty-four in this book have got some beautiful pieces of rain, very they, simply done. You know, you're right. You're absolutely right. Actually, the ninety-five one particularly is lovely, frankly. The lights through from the house, the um, yeah. yeah, absolutely beautiful, frankly. Oh, so lovely, isn't it? I love it when he does that. So for, for people who haven't maybe got it in front of them, what what manga does a lot is we get a mangaized, you know, caricaturized discussion between characters and robots and all that sort of thing. But what they do as well, and this is common in modern manga as well, Kaiju number, number 8 does it as well, is... They throw in very realistic backgrounds. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and on page 95 of this, we go from a conversation between a gangster and um, the main character, but to give you a sense of place and majesty of where, you know, the rich, this geezer lives in this massive sort of house, um, which it looks like, the you know, a shogun lives there almost, you know, from a distance, mm-hmm. isn't it? They pour light and rain onto the page and they give it a much more realistic feel. And, and I, I absolutely love that. I mean, that would be one of the pages of this book I would love to own. Yeah. Uh, I've, if you if you go to one oh nine, you get very like there's a, not rain this time, but there's similar sort of like beautiful outside scene as well. Yes, yeah. Like it's two thirds of the page. It's just it's lovingly rendered. Yeah. And uh, because she, and like on that same page, you see her in the in the nudes, and it's an incredibly simple. Yeah, I it's, just, say, it's just a flowing line. Her nudity. It there's, is. There's nothing you know super detailed. Is there in any the, event the nudity? Yeah. I, I don't yeah. want to say like Darwin Cook, but it reminds me of that kind of like simplicity Cartoon-y. of violence. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, cartoony, fantastic. One, and two, like, fours like that as well with, with the buildings. You know, this is right, clearly yeah. an actual place. Um, yes. And so he throws in, and the, the, the one that really knocked my socks off, um, funny that you should mention this because I've got this on my list, is um, 219, um, uh, two. which has a... Um, a sort of psycho element, oh, like a geography thing yeah. going on with a, a walking between these buildings that are so overbearing and disappearing in the fog above yeah. them. So I love, and he does a lot of that vertical panel work mm-hmm. in this. And a lot of the vertical panel work is to show loneliness. Um, there's another page um, which I picked out is page 43, which does this in a very simple, beautiful way. Um, and is just yes so it's it's ver- it's it's five vertical panels on a page the first two are fully rendered and then slowly the 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 figure who's t- who's basically been told to f off by this sort of tough guy it slowly moves him up the page in what becomes a thinner single black mm-hmm. line of a yeah. of an image and it, it it just shows that isolation of that character beautiful just no, incredible it, if you ignore and you shouldn't obviously the writing and the artwork, but yeah. just look at like panel layout and yeah. pacing and use of word balloons. And obviously, word balloons for the UK for the English translation is always a bit odd, yeah, because they're they're a bit they're a bit oversized. Yes, but it's yeah. just they're just it's just a master of like you're never uncertain where to go. Yeah, you never you you always know your eye always knows where to go, um, and yeah, it's just beautiful. It's just absolutely beautiful, and you're absolutely like. 43 particularly is a lovely example of just yeah, a less really is more. Simpli- yeah less is more really simplistic and even even look at 42 on the like the previous page yeah that bottom uh bottom left panel yeah to be fair to it's black but it's just a beautiful like you know exactly you it's a great view you know exactly where you're coming from yeah it's just yeah he played on the page so much he he needs more credit of you know being just yeah. original on the page with stuff like this which then, goes to the, my next one, which was um, goes back to the abuse thing. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if you go to page 110, um, mm-hmm. I think you we're led to believe that's a rape. Um, so it's just near to the bit where you've had with by the river. Yeah, so they, yeah. they're by the river. They're naked yes. by the rapids. She wakes up naked, and this is sort of l- lanky gangster character. Mm-hmm. Um, there's. Apart from nudity, there's no violence shown. There's a well, there's a there's a tiny pull of an arm, but there's and there's a, a you know an evident threat. But the rape is shown mm. by her face in in a really strange upward looking silhouette on a black yes. panel. Um, yeah, 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 it's a it's an interesting one because it is it's left a little bit it's less ambiguous. Yeah, it's really left ambiguous. Whereas, like a, a lesser artist would have felt the need to really make it clear. Yeah, it's left quite ambiguous, frankly. And especially as you carry on through the story, it's definitely not clear. It becomes even less clear. If that makes sense. Yeah. Or if it's like if this is just another thing that she's going to have to do to survive. Yeah, it's a weird one that. And if you it's... so she's raped by the river um, by this man who's much stronger than her. But if you follow it through a few pages later, she sleeps with him yeah. um, of her own volition. Yeah, it, it, again. It... It's a power struggle. It's it's He has this brutality and this strength, but she, 
by the time we get a few pages in, she's got him. Yes. And it's, I don't think you see that sort of thing in comics anymore. People are afraid mm. to show it. They need they need to show that he, you know, he has his balls cut off or, you know, he dies or something. But no, Tezuka, what Tezuka does, he applies the character of the female in this story and she uses him in the end. She controls him in a few pages' time through that. It's very, very strong. You know. I think the shift of power is is a major theme of this book, frankly. Mm, yeah, isn't like it? Not, yeah. It's not just her taking taking abilities or skills, but actually her shifting power from her, from them to herself. Yeah, is a real theme throughout this whole book, frankly. It just comes up time and time again. Yeah, yeah, it really is, man. It's mm. and we go back to what was Tezuka thinking? Mm-hmm. You know, was mm-hmm. he really thinking? Yeah, what? what what are women doing? You know, are they manipulating us yeah, as men? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a really interesting stuff. Now, this occurred during um, Tezuka's what is called widely called as his dark period. Um, so there was a there was a period in the sort of very late sixties through to the early seventies where he produced a lot of stuff that was um, much more darker than we'd previously seen. Um, and it, this includes Apollo's song. It includes um, Barbara. Which you can't get in English language. I haven't. I accidentally bought in German because I fucking do that. I'm rubbish at things. But the um, impulse bought it on eBay, and it turned out to be German. But uh, <laughs> that's that. That takes the psychosexual thing to the next level. And there's there is a you can buy it on Blu-ray. There's a, um, uh, a movie, a Japanese movie of it, and that is really strange. He has sex with a um, a doll in a shop, and it's it's very strange. But and it's but he isn't that fond of the the stuff that he saw if you listen to him talk about it he says he's not that mm. that fond of it and there's but also a, a yoko um as well from that period and it's almost seen as blackjack which started in 73 and ran to 83 was his escape from that uh, yes escape from the dark yeah, period. yeah 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 um and, again but this is the same guy who made astro board yeah like this is this it's the same mind who's made that and it's yeah it's more it's just him exploring it almost is like him exploring this side of his nature. Yeah, as I understand time. it, it was financial issues. I think with the studio he was working okay. with. Oh, and interesting. I think he was. He felt. I think there was definite depression. But you know, a lot of people get depressed and you know can't manage to make a comic. He made what about eight thousand pages of comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like exactly. Yeah. You know, just That's amazing. Just how, it's yeah, I moved through frankly. I moved through, through yeah. it. Yes, and I think um, he shakes it off because by the time we get to the early eighties, he had started experimenting again, but in animation. So we got there's a great. Um, I think you can find it on YouTube. It's certainly on the YouTube channel that I mentioned at the end of the show called Jumping. Have oh, you seen nice. this one, which is just the view of someone jumping over things through a city? Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Beautiful. Really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was also, he started like Buddha in, in 72. Right. Okay. So which maybe that was the way out then, man. Do you know what I mean? Like there's Buddha, Blackjack. I was just looking really like, so Buddha, Blackjack, and our Phoenix was on going through it but blue and blackjack started in the 72 73 respectively yeah yeah so he he clearly was working and there's no sense of this at all in buddha yeah right, from the from, from what i've read of buddha there is uh yeah none of this at all. yeah i've only read the first volume of buddha um i think i made the mistake of taking that as my first book to read of his because i kind of didn't get it, it i think you have to a, get him i think sometimes that it's an interesting one it's a really yeah. interesting one frankly i could I enjoy it, but I think I enjoy, I enjoy it knowing him. Yeah, and I, I, I wouldn't even pretend to know him at the moment, frankly. Like from what I've read, as I'm learning more about it. For example, you mentioned you picked up the Anoth book. Yeah, <laughs> and there's there's not many creators I'd be comfortable like, but I think would come to be comfortable reading an Adolf a book about Adolf Hitler. About. Yeah, it's it's a mixture of people, a number of people called Adolf, but yeah, it is it is partly it's a big chunk of it is about you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Second World oh, War and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's. it's Oh, can I, I'm, I said to you I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it, and I've been backwards and forwards um, on whether I should say it or not because I know people won't agree with me, but I do I do think there's a good case to be made that he is the best writer ever in comics. And I, I think that's, you know, I think that's a fine thing to say. I think mm. that's a perfectly okay, like, the, the purely from a range of genres covered. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't disagree with the fact that he... He can, like he's got he produced something for everyone yeah 
and there's no you, you can't get around it. Yeah, the, 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 everyone can write a certain thing, but not everyone can yeah. write everything. No, and, and uh, if you if you were to if, if I was to be if you were to be critical, yeah, you you sometimes don't hear his voice, and I, I know yeah. that's kind of an idea we have. You know, we have every night. You know, we we pick it. You know, you pick an artist or a writer you enjoy, and you say, okay, well, I know that's a I know that's a Millar book because I can hear his voice in it. Yeah, it's not always a great. It's not always a. It's totally right. I think. No, no, no. And like sometimes with with Tezuka stuff, you don't hear that so hmm. much. But is that a bad thing? I don't know if that is a bad thing at all. Yeah, there's this big big theory, isn't it, that you should be writing the character and not you. Yes. And I think he yeah, does yeah. that. He's the prime example of a man who is for a chunk for a chunk of what he's he's writing free of um ego in relation to what he's think, saying and what he's yeah. been done. Take uh Juto Ito, for example. Yeah. I've yet to read a book by him, and I'm sure there is one out there mm. that doesn't feel like they—they they all feel like his books. Yeah, they're all horror. They've all got that sort of style to them. Even the cat book was was yeah was his was his story. You know, I mean, Stan Lee's the same man. You know, they're all Stan like Lee's that. Same, they? You know, yeah. Grant Morrison. You know, Alan Kirby, Moore, especially. You know, yeah. you know. oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, but Tezuka, you can you can read this, and then you can read Astro Boy, and, you can, yeah. and if you told me there are two separate authors, I'd be like, yeah, fine, makes sense. Yep. The yeah. same with Buddha, right? You'd read Buddha and be like, oh, this is a a disnified version of the Buddha story. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And you this know? was comic writers. If you apply you know, if you think about the stories we've heard from um Uncle Pat in relation to British yeah. comics, they were writing girls' comics, they were writing core, you know, comedy exactly, books. Exactly, yeah. And they were at the same time they're writing Nemesis the Warlock. You know, him and yeah. him and John Wagner in their shed were writing all these different things. Mm-hmm. And they were applying themselves to what the reader wanted and what the story needed. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Absolutely. Yeah, not, no, always. not always, not always. You know, but, no, yeah. no. but he's yeah, he's definitely um, he's definitely worth putting on your shelf if you haven't read it. Yeah, there's um, definitely. Go on, sorry, mate. You go. On. No, I was going to say there's, there's something out there. I think I, I honestly believe that you could find something out there for everyone. Yeah, I think you can. I think you're right, man. And I think that's why I gravitate towards this uh, Gekiga dark period stuff of his. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've, I've got you know. I say I've got Astro, I've got fucking French because I'm a knob. But the, um, I, you know, I would give it a go for the pure reason that I just feel in me that it's part of history and everything, and I, I should sure. experience it because it may give me a greater insight into it. But this stuff is what I really, really enjoy. Um, his and there, there's plenty of it. Yeah, there's loads yeah, of it. Absolutely. There, yeah. there, there's some. Um, I bought. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the book now. It's. Um, I think I've got it here. Bear with me just a second. Uh, what's it called? Ah, uh, oh, I'm good here. No, sorry. There's there's a book I bought. I think it's called Up in the Air or something like that, which was a book mm-hmm. of short stories that was cellophane wrapped in gosh. And I thought, oh, Tezuka, maybe it's a bit saucy. You know, Tezuka. Sure. No, it was because of the racial stereotypes used within it. And there's there's a couple of essays you can find. Um, so you know, academic um, essays on his use of um, racial stereotypes, especially. Um, black people in the comics okay, and they are okay. they're, they're akin to Hergé's stuff right and it, it sure. does take a bit of a, a deep in, inhalation of sure. breath to try and get through but mm-hmm. there's but then, then again that was going on a lot it was going on at disney yeah right? of course yeah. absolutely um, sound you, of the south and yeah uh, again you've got to keep in mind when this was written yeah yeah when these things like again this was this book's 50 years old yeah exactly and and, and this you know this is a mid-period book for him yeah, um, absolutely. The there's a there's a, an interesting writer called Frederick L. Schott who he's written a lot of books on manga. He did write manga, 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 which is the book we quoted when we did our manga month uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a great kayfabe, I think, from a couple of years ago where they interview him, and he's a very sort of gently spoken, interesting guy. But he was one of the people who first approached um, uh, Tezuka about translating Phoenix, and I don't think they were successful oh. in that. But he managed to spend a lot of time um, hanging out with Tezuka. And he tells us a great story where him and Tezuka were waiting to fly. I think they'd been to San Diego. Tezuka okay. went to San Diego, I think, more two or three times. And they were waiting to fly back to Japan. And Tezuka, is, he said he found everyone and everything interesting, which I really admire in someone and I find yeah, interesting yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said he was asking uh, Mr. Shot all these questions and he missed their plane. He said, but that was just what he was like. He just was yeah. so engrossed in what was going on. And he had that like laser vision, you know, that concentration, I think, sure. which was great. And he, even though he was, you know, 
he, it, there's this famous video going around, isn't it? You can find it in um, uh, Helen McCarthy's book, The Art of Osamu mm-hmm. Tezuka, God of Manga. There's a DVD in it as well, and, you, and it's the documentary, you can find it on YouTube as well, <laughs> of them visiting, a film crew visited his studio. Um, mm-hmm. And he, he famously had this like flat, it looks like he's in like a block of flats in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, th- th- they go and film in there, and he didn't let anyone come in. I think his wife could come and drop sandwiches off and his editor was allowed in the hallway and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And this was just a flat where he would go and work. Um, sure. And they film him, like, sleeping at his table and stressing over stuff and playing jazz music and stuff like that. And um, that was his life back then, yeah. you know. He would have to... Yeah. There's that famous... I think Kayfabe used to get every sort of thing. Oh, I've got 20 more pages to do by tomorrow morning. I better crack on. <laughs> it's wild. I mean, like... I think is that still the work ethic that's around now, Frank? As yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. It great. is that. It's it. There's a reason they pump out so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's you admire it, and you. You really do. You really do. And yeah, it's um, it's been it's it's a, yeah, it's it's lovely talking about it. Frank. Yeah. It really it is, is man. Yeah, it really is. It's really beautiful. Okay, we've been going fifty minutes already. Look at that. Oof. What's happened? God. Um, is there any sort of other manga that you've um you've really enjoyed, man? That you wanted to recommend while Ooh. we're here? Um. Do you know, as like a as like an easy recommendation for people who maybe want to make a jump into manga as a whole. Yeah, uh, Attack on Titan. Okay, is a yeah. is a nice solid, easily obtainable. Bit, I'm guessing. Yeah, e- easily 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 attainable. Uh, there's always a humble bundle for it on somewhere or another. Right. Uh, if you want it digitally, but you can also find the books easy peasy as well. Uh, that's always one I you know like it's an easy recommend because it's basically a zombie story. Uh, it's like a sci fi zombie story, is it sort of thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, so the, zom- the zombies the zombies are giants. Right, but then there's, it, that, there's oh. an anime of this, and is there a live action movie as well, or something? Am I right in thinking if, that? If there is, I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, maybe you're maybe um, I'm wrong. I've probably got that wrong, man. Yeah, uh, yeah there yeah. probably is one in the works. Um, yeah, there is definitely anime. I would say the manga is really good, and it moves. It does the classic zombies do, which is essentially, you know, you 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 work out how to deal with zombies, and then you work out the people problems. Yeah, and yeah. Then that's it's a nice easy one for people to like get into and read. Um, in terms of yeah, I think that's that's the one I sort of like as an easy recommend for people who haven't read any manga before. Uh, in terms of like things I actually I really enjoy, I think uh, Chainsaw Man is a really is really yeah. exciting really exciting moment, and also uh, My Hero Academia is also really exciting. Oh, okay, and yeah, yeah. and it, and I've recommended it multiple times, and I, I probably will still keep recommending it because it it gives me that feeling that I think you've you've described where you know like um, early X Men, yeah, the Grant yeah, yeah. Morrison run of X Men, where you you have that mix of like world-ending events and also school stuff okay. do you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah, like, yeah. you know you you want that mix of I, I want the duality of like oh no this is a big problem we have to solve but also there's a like summer a dance coming up. kind of fine yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's like a, there's a summer dance coming up and we need to work out who's going to arrange it and who i can ask to it do you, and like, i kind of i want both sides of it and my hero yeah. does that so well and is it's wrapping up and it's getting to it's it's doing that thing. It's wrapping up, and it's all, all become bigger and more bomb, bombastic. Yeah. But the journey it's taken me to get there is 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 lovely. Yeah. So I, I will I'll forgive it that as a as a. But I also want to do more. I want to do more of the reading that you're currently doing at the moment. You want to watch sorry, mate? I miss that. I want to do I want to do more of the reading that you're currently doing at the moment. Okay. I want to be that is like looking away from the shonen, which is easy for me to read, but more into the slightly trickier, uh, more like the what is the term term for? I think it's. Sinan? Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, 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 there's, so, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of underground stuff as well. I was showing you, was it Pushman yeah. and stuff we were chatting yes. about? And we were, gosh, that's, yeah, 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 there's yeah. some dark shit going on, man. You know, and that's, yeah. Living in that like post war period, mm-hmm. you know, the GIs are still there. And, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's some dark stuff going on, but some really clever stuff going on. Um, I think it was Guns that said it. He was like, when Dan was saying he wanted to find the My Friend Dharma of Ramanga. Yeah. And I don't think I found it yet, but that's kind of the he's got it in one like kind of like the maybe that's a bit of historical again the post war stuff is quite good for that in terms of yeah 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 but yeah the no, um, that's what... a conversation for another day is something that I was discussing um, on Friday night is the fact that um, US and UK comics have now been overtaken by manga you know there's there's is no there's no competition left anymore you know they're outselling us you know thousands of one um, sure yeah. We now need to be riding the coattails of manga uh, to return. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, we need to I learn do, from I do. Them. Yeah. yeah, I think that, I think the um, again I think it's Dan who said it. Like if 
if they provide what the customer wants, yeah, the customer will buy it. And there's a and there's a you know, but it. God, I feel I always feel conflicted about that that statement because I think I think you're right, but also it's it's how do you respond to it? Yeah, yeah. And the response isn't for Marvel to do a manga month. And sorry, not manga. Sorry, like you know, it's like a manga series, right? Yeah, I know. It's not. Yeah. It's not for Marvel to produce like you know, manga Spider Man for six issues. It's to learn what. It's to take the other lessons from it, which is yeah. how are they making it? What stories are they telling? You know, what's the distribution they, model? What's yeah. the distribution model? You know, um, oh, okay, so you can always find number one, and it's a very clear arc of like one to fifty-five. You know what I mean? That, yeah. You know, that's the thing they to can't learn. help themselves though can they marvel no you, know, you think oh at... nice jumping on series oh fuck me we go crossover by issue yeah. three yeah the, that's the thing to learn from it not the art style yeah the art style isn't the thing it's well it's part of it but it's also it's not the not the lessons taken from this it's the it's how they you know how they bring you into the story yeah and, and they're hooking so everyone man they're hooking people you yeah know, they really are yeah yeah but I, I, but I still think small press does that exceptionally well as well right yeah hopefully yeah, shame, shame and Kane. You can always, you can find issue number one. You can start there. You know, it goes up to issue seven or nine now. Nine, nine it is. I got. It. I literally nine. got nine a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Mr. You know, Brown. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you find you can get number one. You can get to number nine. That's exactly the right. That's exactly that's true, right. It's an easy easy yeah. one to go for. Um, God, uh, Merrick the Elephant Man. Yeah, it's another one. As long as you can get the early ones. Yeah. If you can get the yeah. early ones, Vanguard. Right. You know yeah. where to go for number one. It's the first page of the, it's the first page of the website. Yeah. That is true, man. You can go there and you can read through it and you know what, and there's, there's no, yeah, that's brilliant. That's exactly what I'm looking for, you know? And that's what manga does well. It gives you that clear number one. Grandma, mum and dad going into the shop, or granny going to the shop, can go to and find yeah. number one and pick it out and say, well, this is number one. And if they want number four, they can ask number four. And it's that's the ease of it. Whereas trying to find number yeah. one of... I mean, you you and me walked into Forbidden Planet, didn't we, in London yeah. a few weeks ago? Imagine walking into the comics bit and going, right, where the fuck do I start? Yeah, where do I start? Yeah. If I, yeah. you know, my kids just watch Guardians of Galaxy. They really like Guardians of Galaxy now. Where, where do I? Where do I, I know start? it's mad, isn't it? And it mad. What's, the, yeah, what's yeah. number? What's number one? Is it? Is it, what's? Where do I? What book do I buy them? Oh well, that's volume eight. You know, maybe yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, what about volume one? Now, volume one's different characters. You know, it's like this. Oh yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. It's wild, and that's the all like uh, Miles Morales Spider Man, like Into the Spider Verse is coming out. Yeah, but, you know, it's going to be massive. It's yeah. going to be big. People are going to love it, and then all they need to do is reprint the Ultimate, you know, the the Miles Morales Ultimates, and you'd be laughing. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. it's it's that it's it's that it, yeah, it's the search for number one that I think is the the issue, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. When you just got those spines looking at you from the next alcove yeah. at the Finn Planet, it's easy to find something yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Actually, I mean. And I hope they do start doing that thing where they keep stuff in print. I've been trying to find 20th Century Boys Volume 1 for ages. Um, oh, yeah, and I think so, yeah. I think they need to start considering that. You know, these these books are, you know. I think part yeah. of it was the paper shortage, wasn't it? Which was what course, De- Devil, Demon Slayer caused. Yes. <laughs> uh, apolo- yeah. Apologies for that little rant. Sorry, that was... Uh, yeah, no, that's fine, <laughs> man. No, that's I fine. know where that came yeah, from, yeah. frankly. Yeah, that was all, yeah. <laughs> right, we're going to get to talking about your links and everything in a second. But I thought oh, yes, I'd give the... Um, Give the listeners so these are some of the books that I referenced and some of the places I went to for it. Mm. As we said, the art of Osamu Tezuka, God of Manga, by Helen McCarthy. Go back to Manga Month at the ACP last year. We had Helen on; it's fucking brilliant. Love Helen. Mm. She Such she does she does a she's so good, man. She does a she's... ten minute or fifteen minute video. This is what this is your entry entry level to manga. You can find it on YouTube. Look that up. Manga 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 by Frederick L. Shot, as well as the guy we were talking about earlier. Uh, the Osamu Tezuka um, a manga by Toshiro Ben and Tezuka productions which is a big old manga of the life of tezuka uh, the astro boy essays by various writers which is a book of essays about astro boy uh, tezuka uh, osamu.net forward slash en take it to the english language um if you go to youtube you can look tezuka production of official has many of the episodes of his anime um it's got kimber and astro boy and all sorts of things on there which is it's nice just to get a little taste it gives you a little um um a time travel back to those days um and if you go to the YouTube channel Manga Cut Art, it has the secret of Asumu Tezuka's creation, and there's some really good interviews and moments with uh, with the master there as well. Uh, that's just a, a number of the mm. ones I found, but there's lots of stuff on there about him you can find. But do yourself a favour if you kind of like the darker side of stuff, 
go and get um, the book of human mm. insects. Um, yeah, we forgot to mention he had an obsession with insects as a kid, which may be the reason that this that this came out. It's yes. a nice of all of his books. Yeah. This is probably one of the ones you can fit in your rucksack and take to yeah. work. I would say um, Hitler and even um, Apollo's son song you might have to leave your um your pack lunch behind to get that in your bag yeah yeah, recycling yeah. but uh, yeah, there's a few of them that are like that no uh, this one's lovely it's great size if you can find it it's lovely it's yeah yeah happy to have on the and shelf it, and it it cunningly looks like you're reading a novel from a distance <laughs> it does, it us, does uh, in the closet so. comic readers on the train but uh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um the where can we find you babes where's uh, where you, can we find you online you can find me on twitter uh at this chocolate uh i'm also hanging out in the acp slack as well i'm a reader yep. not a Really not sure, but I'm all, I am there. And uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm just finding me right about there doing my thing. It's all yeah. good. How about yourself? Yeah. Where can we find you, Tony? Uh, thank you for asking. It's very kind of you. That's okay. <laughs> you heard? Did you hear our rant on today's episode from the ACP? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Said, no, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we reviewed your comic. Oh, thanks. I'll have a look for that. <laughs> right, brilliant. Yeah, yep. the uh, it's neveronanything.com. You can find all the episodes of this. You can go back and listen to all the 148 episodes. Um, and there's also, um, a week, I'm doing it like a weekly reading roundup, some thoughts on the small press and um, some little thoughts about stuff. Um, Dirty Basement 1 and 2 um, is about 24 hours left on it. Um, it it's, it's filth, underground comics, yep. um, which we've done. So me and Falpin and, and uh, Keith Cumber and uh, Daryl Thorpe and a few other guys um, all got together to make this this little anthology, which takes hopefully the best of the UK underground scene, um, which is a burgeoning scene at the moment, and, and put them into comics. It has Metamorphosis, um, Cockbiter, um, uh, the story, a story, a political story about bananas, and more in there. So go and have a look at that. Uh, Fantastic. Fantastic. Mate, triumph. Great. Really Thanks good episode. Much. Thanks, mate. We got Thank into the weeds so of that one. Really good. Yeah, I've really, I've genuinely, I've been, uh, since you asked me to do this, it's been a pleasure reading these books. And also Energist, just like, yeah. Thinking about them a bit deeply and not just uh, firing and forgetting. Really great. Yeah, really great. Good, good stuff, so man. Uh, yeah, let's get our thinking caps on and think about something else. But for the moment, yeah. we shall say goodbye to the listeners. Thanks, goodbye man. Goodbye to the listeners. Take care. See you all.